0: Just go to indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. It's the Friday edition of the Bart Winkler show. I gotta be honest, there's been there's been a few days where it's like, damn, I wish I was on the radio mondays, tuesdays, wednesdays, thursdays, fridays, every day i wish
2: <laughs> big breaking but, news. Maybe hey much.
1: tim shay. but uh this david sterns news dropped around 8:30 and we would have been on the air for 90 minutes dissecting this live, taking reaction, taking calls. first of all we'll talk about the news and then i'll bitch about
2: other stuff. um would that have been the biggest thing to ever break during my while show? You were on the radio during your show? Or was there something bigger?
1: I mean, there was a day that they signed Zedarius and Preston the past Yeah, that's that nuts, that's
2: nuts. But
1: your GM, your GM of your baseball team has stepped down, or your president of your baseball team. He moved on from the GM role. But I mean, he's still the the face, he still answers all the questions. Matt Arnold don't do it. I don't even know what Matt Arnold looks like. I really
2: don't. <laughs> Get ready.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, get ready now. So, Stern steps aside, uh, and then they say he's going to be a con- in a consultant role. will just go through the day here. Uh, immediately, I'm thinking Mets or New York. I'm thinking this is, a, this is a transition out, and I think everybody thinks that. I think that Mets fans think it. I think Yankees fans are like, are we bringing back Cashman, whatever? I think Brewers fans have expected David Sterns to leave for a while. But this is weird. This is not like a... Hey, I'm, I'm st- like, if you're going to step aside, just go. But he's going to remain in some consultant role for
2: what, a year? Like I mean, when Doug, he- Doug Melvin left. Remember when he left and he's like, well, I'm going to stay as a consultant. Well, that was different because they didn't want to fire fire
1: Doug. Mm-hmm. Just like what the Buccaneers did with Bruce Arians. <laughs> they didn't want to fire him. But they're just like, go do this. So then, you know, they kept Doug on the payroll. But with Stearns, Stearns is what? 38 years old, young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's our age. Yeah, he's going to be a GM again someday, unless he's really like just this isn't cut out for him. I mean, some of the things that he said at this presser this afternoon, which thankfully the MLB network aired it. Kudos to the Brewers for finally. Uh, was this the first time in history they streamed something live out of that room? Probably. Congrats. Yeah. Um, So I guess there's like a there's like a non-surprise factor, but there's also a surprise factor. It's it's big news. The GM of the team or the president of the team is stepping. I don't even know the right way to put it. Stepping aside, stepping away. Here's what the Brewers said. Uh, The Brewers announced that David Stearns is stepping down as president, will remain in an advisory role. Matt Arnold taking over. This is not an easy decision for me. Something I've been wrestling with for a long time. Probably since the hater trade well after the hater trade, Mark was saying one thing, Stearns was saying another. I never knew if they were like on the same page with that, but uh, I don't know. I it's we're not, I don't even feel like the initial reaction isn't even like, well, what's this mean for the Brewers? Matt Arnold said something like, uh, oh, council, yeah, we're not gonna. Oh, I didn't even think about that about like changes or what's next. I'm just trying to think of what's next with David Stearns. What role is he gonna have, honestly? He's probably just in. The is he going to be like? Is Matt Arnold going to be like, "Hey Dave, what's uh what's the number to reach Kansas City again?" Thanks, buddy.
2: He just has all the numbers.
1: He's like, what kind of advisory role is he going to be? Is he going to be like,
2: "Hey, uh, you should trade Devin Williams next season, in the middle of the year, for no reason?" It's probably just an advisory role until they figure out this contract stuff, and then he can go to New York. So,
1: yeah, because they're very coy about the contract. So what I'm assuming is there's like a non-compete or something. There's like a year where you can't. I'm assuming this is done for an escape clause. That's yeah. my assumption. I don't know. Again, we're just lowly podcasters.
2: I tried to get uh credential to go to the press conference yesterday using the Bart Winkler show, but uh, they said no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shut up.
2: Uh, uh, uh yeah i don't well, what's I mean, next what are your thoughts it's it's gonna be interesting it's it's gonna be interesting I, I i you're right that we're more concerned about david stearns like what's next for him rather than oh what's next for Matt arnold what's what's his first big move going to be now what is he gonna continue the bites out of the apple tradition i guess now or do you think he'll be a little more aggressive
1: well, I think because of Stearns, we all know he's going to end up in New York at some point in his career. Mm-hmm. Unless this is a radical change. And he's just like, this is too much. I got a family. I got kids. I can't be doing this my whole life. It's too stressful. It's not worth it. I've made enough money. I can be a consultant. You know, I've done this for now 20 years almost. Maybe there is that. Maybe he's having a
2: midlife. You know, I don't know.
1: But what kind of consult? Like, what is he going to do?
2: Like, is- He just is he- stays on
1: the payroll, gets a couple hundred grand
2: doesn't show his face around. Just if, if Matt needs him to be like, what would... Well, what's what would David do? WWDD. What would David do? Oh,
1: Good one, Tim. You're welcome. You probably wore one of those wristbands. I <laughs> Maybe. Well, I wore Livestrongs. Okay. And uh I was never going to take off the Livestrong, and I even... I was like, I'm going to get married in this. I did not wear the Livestrong to my wedding. I did mass order Livestrongs because they would break. I still have about seven Livestrongs if anybody wants one. Maybe I'll put them on eBay. Lord. I put some cards on eBay and then I paid eBay two bucks to promote it. No views. Does David
2: Stearns stay with the... Do you think he's... If, we don't know the contract, obviously. So do you think he stays in this role for a year? Or do you think he goes to New York at some point this season?
1: I think that it, I think that this is done for contract stuff. Um, I think eventually he goes to New York. Either he goes to New York or he, this is really it for him. I'd be shocked if this is it for him. He's 38. But here, let me read some of the stuff that he said um, at the press conference. Uh, let's see. Got a Rosie X tweet. Uh, Stearns begins with a long list of thank yous. Great. Uh, Matt's an incredible partner. Awesome. Craig Council. Nice guy. Uh, thanks to media for coming in the team. This has not been an easy decision for me. Mark and I have had an open dialogue for years. Over the past few months, our discussions about the transition have come into focus. I mean, is it, is it, is it that naive to think that the hater trade broke everything?
2: my
3: dad go
1: back and listen to some of the stuff that stern said after the hater trade and then some of the stuff that mark said mark was saying like i didn't
2: expect this oh i mean i know you were on it for a whole week you were every day you were questioning it you're like what did mark know Why, why, why aren't they on the same page usually a gm and man uh gm and owner on the on that same page and they weren't
1: um stern says This is a job that requires complete and total commitment in the present and in the future. When I began to hesitate about whether I could make that commitment, I knew it was time to make a change. I'm looking forward to taking a deep breath, spending some time with my family, exploring some other interests. I've been doing this now for over 20 years. I've worn a lot of hats in this game, and I believe I'm ready for this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have a plan. I'm making decision A because it's the right thing to do. Don't know what decision B and C are going to be. The season, the way it ended, didn't have any bearing to step down. Hmm. So a couple of things there. One, Sterns doesn't – he's claiming he doesn't know what's next. And it's okay to not know what's next. If if the path that you're on is a bad path, just get off and figure it out. Remember when I wanted Jason Kidd fired? Well, who's going to replace him? I don't care. It's the burning house analogy. Our house is burning. Should we leave? Well, where are we going to stay tonight? Who cares? Get out of the house. Aaron Rodgers, never going to win a Super Bowl. Well, you want to go to Jordan Love? I don't care if we go to Yeah, uh, I don't care. I was trying to think of somebody with the last name Love. Oh. Uh. I don't care if we go to, uh, Har- what are their names? Harmony and Love, Diamond and Silk, whatever. <laughs> I don't care if we go to them. I just don't want Rodgers to be a quarterback anymore. So for Stearns, he's like, this is too much. I gotta get I can understand him wanting to take a break. I mean, there's like a part of me that, oh, okay, I've been working my whole life. You get a little time off, that's nice. But eventually he's gonna get itchy
2: again. I wouldn't be shocked if he's somewhere by the end of the year. The end of 2022? Yes. I just think I just think this whole advisory role is just They're trying to work through the contract. Well, that I I do
1: agree with, because Mark's always been weird as shit with this contract. He'll never answer questions. So I think that there's like an, if you get an out, give us some time. I I think that David Stearns is the GM of a New York team, Mets or Yankees in 2024. So I don't think it's next year, but I think it's going to be, I guess a year ago today is when we found out Matt Arnold was going to be not taking other jobs and get a promotion with the title. Uh, today we're finding out about David Stearns and then about maybe a year ago, a year from today after the match choked their way out of another playoffs,
2: they'll hire David Stearns. That's funny because wasn't Arnold being sought out by a couple teams last year too? Yeah. Time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put up on Twitter a couple different things.
1: One, I said, what's your favorite David Stearns memory? Eric name said best, uh, era of Brewers baseball in my life. And that is absolutely true. This has been the best era of my life. And David Stearns, the reason that any failures he had in Milwaukee isn't going to affect him going forward, because let's watch David Stearns now with a budget. David Stearns has been having to do this on the cheap for a long time. Let's watch him do this without a budget. I'm excited to see, for his sake, what he can do. So I think that eventually we'll be like, hey, he did this. Hey, four straight playoffs. Hey, he found Jackson Churio or whoever. He'll get a lot of credit for some of the stuff that has happened because just because he's gone, doesn't mean his fingerprints aren't still in the minor leagues. So all these guys that are coming up, that's going to be a reflection on David Stearns as much as the dumb Josh Hader trade and the even worse Jonathan scope trade. Uh, But what's your favorite memory? Anthony says the world series. We didn't get to Winchester says when we had amazing pitching staff and showed not to add offense. Uh, Kevin said, I rode the Amtrak down with him to Chicago to watch the Brewers kick the ever shit out of the Cubs on my birthday. Um, bring Elijah home says the one last gut punch that we weren't able to trade him for anything. Now that he knows he's a lame duck, that didn't make sense. Cause I read it bad. Um, <laughs> Jay Knox said he was on a Southwest flight with him from San Diego to San Fran. That's how he knew he was cheap. Jeez. Uh, Thirst Thurston 10 says the day he acquired Yelich and Kane and then went into retirement the day after. Ouch. Uh, Mike says, I saw him bag his own groceries at whole food once. First of all, grocery store tangent, these people that bitch about self checkouts and they're like, I don't, I don't like, I'm not paying to scan my items. What else do you, do you want someone to walk around with you in the store and put the shit in your cart? You go to a grocery store, you shop. It's okay to check out. That option's there. If you don't want the option, go in line. And sometimes you're going to have to bag your own groceries. Boo hoo. You pick your own stuff out. I mean, I don't understand why we go to the grocery store and expect to like be carted in like we're Julius Caesar. Anyway, former grocery store employee tangent okay
2: i'm fine with bagging my own stuff so
1: Continue. i like it because quite frankly i'm a former bagger and i'm better at it i know how to um, stack tetris i know how to put some of these kids don't know how to they they put the eggs on the bottom shay I mean, eggs it... on the top bread on the top chips on the top i
2: just like that you you're froze put... together cans on the bottom not too many or it gets too heavy i just like that you can you know when you do bag your own stuff, you can only use one or two bags. You're getting like seven bags for like nine things. Yeah. Not only do they bag wrong, they bag too Ah. light. Here's
1: a cucumber. Here's a double plastic bag.
2: Oh, here's a pound of ground beef. Let's wrap it in a bag and then double it again.
1: Giving me 10 cents because I bring my reusable bag. How about you just tell these kids there's a bag shortage. Paper or plastic? So, ultimately, with Stearns, he was a very good general manager. He did a lot with things that uh, – tools that he didn't have. There was one really good tweet to that uh, point where he was, like, given a – like, a nail file and he sculpted a mausoleum. Like, he, he did a lot with nothing, and he should be commended for that. But also, you know, sometimes maybe they got too into the numbers and – Tried things that didn't work like uh you know 2018, had he had a better pitching staff, maybe you don't have to do that junk with Wade Miley. The year that uh also they tried to have an offensive line as their infield. That I mean that didn't work. Uh trading Josh Hader away, bad. The Christian Yelich contract looks bad in uh in hindsight. So but he was given limited skill. So I always say that David Stearns is a good GM. And every time that I rip on him, I do have to think like He's just given the tools that he's you know, given by Mark. And ultimately, I, I would think that any Brewer's failure uh, does fall on Mark. Oh, Stern's made, he's made mistakes. 100%. But uh, all the Brewer's failures, I think, fall on Mark because he's cheap.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Um, I also ranted and raved about Milwaukee sports media. Should I do that here? Sure. Why not? Series of tweets I put out yesterday. And you can tell me if I'm out of line. I did these sober. You're not out of line. I saw what you wrote. I said, who in Milwaukee radio is right now? to uh, Who is equipped to handle this David Stern story? So the story breaks. It's Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee radio. And we're having a podcast is fun because you can like talk about stuff. This is going to get published at 5 a.m. on Friday. It's basically as antiquated as a newspaper. Podcasts are great because they are on your time. They're on your schedule. But unless I do an emergency pod and I have the tools to go on YouTube live, I have the tools to put something out and put it out right away. But the mass audience is going to go to the radio. The last time that I was in the car and rushed to go onto the radios storms a couple weeks ago, I'm like, I need to hear about this radio TMJ. Radio still has that power and radio is going to have that power for a long, long time because it's live. It's instantaneous. But the Milwaukee stations, the two that I turned into, uh, they were both talking Packers as if this Brewer thing didn't even happen. And I feel like that's a failure on Milwaukee radio and I and I'm gonna call that out. I, I don't think that's me being a bitter guy. I just think that I, I tweeted, I know you guys all hate me, but people are rushing to their radio to hear brewers. You need to be talking brewers at the game MKE at ESP Milwaukee at Willie and Tausch at nine to noon at Coon J30 at Jason J Wildy at Mark Toucher65. I said when people are asking for an out of work has been like me to do an emergency pod, that's not a compliment of me. That's a failure of Milwaukee Sports Radio. This podcast wouldn't exist if it didn't have to. I then say sports radio in Milwaukee is non-existent. Every show now is a manufactured state syndicated Packer pleasing mess. The baseball GM stepped down and we're talking Samari Torre. The Bucks clown the Nets on Wednesday. We're talking Dean Lowry. You are being filled as a consumer. And then I just didn't want to judge without listening. So I turned on ESPN Milwaukee. They talked about when Aaron Rodgers calls people out publicly. I turned on the game. They're going through the Eagles' fourth-round draft picks because of the trade. Uh, with the Bears. <laughs> MLB Network Radio is where you had to go on SiriusXM to find any live Brewer coverage. I said I do respect the work of Wildy, Telsher, Kuhn and Butch. From the nine to noon hour, you have three former athletes and Wildy's depth of Packer knowledge. Okay, I could talk about their styles and what they do and what I would do differently. But they can cover bases that I couldn't, that I couldn't dream of. I can't tell you about being in a professional locker room. I don't have the insight and access that Jason Wilde's had in his career. But there's got to be someone that you can turn to when a non-Packers story hits. And right now in the city of Milwaukee, there's not. Because Milwaukee radio doesn't exist. Milwaukee radio is created in Milwaukee, served to Appleton, served to Eau Claire, served to Madison. It's all it's all the hub for syndication throughout the state. That's all that they're doing right now. And so Milwaukee Radio, good local Bucks Radio, local Brewers Radio, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist at this point. And I would think that, you know, like what their their models are successful. You know, the, the, I can I can clown on these people. Their models are successful. They make money, they have content, they have listeners, they go out. I mean, Zayvon's going to fly to the Bahamas, and 100 people are tripping in line to go with them. That's successful. Willie and Tausch, they do this thing at the Tundra Trio. People flock to see them before the games. They are successful in many areas. But when it comes to instantaneous coverage of our Milwaukee teams, there is a giant black hole there and it's one that doesn't seem like they're going to address. So I just think that that's a huge blind spot. That's uh, being like Tim Allen should have been on the game.
2: Yeah. Oh, 100%. As soon as that news breaks, you call him right away and say, Hey Tim, can we get you for 15, 20 minutes? And how, how, how hard
1: how does it take for, you know, the flagship to call up one of the brewer guys,
2: anybody, not hard at all through the flagship, You have easy access to that. I don't know. I, I mean, again,
1: again, I'm just some guy in my basement now. You know, but I, there's a blind spot. There's a blind spot. So that's what I talked about.
2: Uh, I agree with you 100% because after you tweeted that, then I went to the radius just to, you know, listen to see, okay, maybe now they have started talking about it. Nope, not at all not at all um they're like and eh, we'll save it for the afternoon if we want to hit on it
1: yeah uh happyplace.com promo code bart you know uh i gotta thank all this talk about being uh short on payroll and trying to look for discounts
2: maybe jeff wagner will hit on it
1: sorry no, we're not doing wagner today Darn. oh wagner oh wagner might talk about it
2: <laughs> i'm talking no i'm just talking seriously
1: uh, the Brewers uh, made a shocking move today, and David Stearns. Um, oh, I do want to talk about a member of our Bart Winkler family. I blocked Bodie.
2: Oh, I'm I'm right behind you. <laughs>
1: I didn't do it for my sake. I did it for his.
2: Yeah. Uh, THCO, the strawberry, I do recommend. Happy Place M.
1: When's the last time you took one? Two nights ago. Yeah, you're feeling good?
2: After the Bucks game, oh yeah, Wednesday night after we chatted.
1: After you picked up your sister, yeah. How long did you end up waiting for? Another
2: twenty minutes, not long. Oh, okay. Her flight got in, got her home, got her back to where she was staying. I went home and uh, popped, popped one in. So, like, give me the time
1: lapse. Then what? What did? What did, How did it make you feel?
2: Uh, these work very fast. They're the <laughs> THC O. They work faster than the Delta 8 and Delta 9, probably about 20 minutes or so. And uh I was I was good. I was in a good 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 space at that point.
1: Did you see like little dance and Hank the Dogs in your room? Or
2: oh, I can't tell you that. <laughs> that's a secret. That's why you need to try it first. So 20
1: minutes, that's pretty quick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I recommend it. I recommend all of it. I took the nighttime stuff, I bet I have that. I also have the daytime stuff that you like without uh, THC, right? The mango? Yeah, THC free. Yeah. yeah. Helps you uh helps you concentrate, focus on what you're doing. So
1: Yeah. Um for you and me it helps us focus on the nothings that we do during the day. Well exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, com. Check them out. Great endorsement by Tim. Wow. And you went in there, right? And so I, I did, I did. I
2: went in there. They gave me a rundown on everything. They're like, you should try this and this. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I just, just give me a few, I'll take a few things, you know, don't yeah. want to take everything.
1: Yeah. I went in there. They jammed 15 different gummies in my throat and said, one of them will work. There you go. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But I do want to talk to those guys on a podcast just, if there's any questions about the stuff. Uh, but I also want to thank people that have, you know, gone and used it. A lot of you guys using the promo code BART. Remember, you can use it more than once. Uh, you can use it more than twice. You can use it as many times as you want. The promo code is BART. B-A-R-T, Promo code is BART. You can also stop in, as we talked about, uh, off of college in Muskego. But it's across from Maddie's in New Berlin. Cause I think a mosquito, I'm like, oh, that's all the way down by Delavan. No, nah, it's like basically right there. Mm-hmm. It's weird though. HappyPlaceHemp.com. Go in there and get the uh, get the get the Bart with a side of Timmys. That's the CBD, CBNs for night, and the THCOs. A Bart, a side of me,
2: and maybe a bite of David Sterns. <laughs> how many? How many do you think he's going to take now? Hmm? He's gonna, David Stern's going to have a lot of time on his hand. He can go into happy place out now. Maybe relax. You're telling me he
1: made that hater trade without taking anything? Uh, maybe. I don't know about that. All right, we're going to get our week uh 8 picks. Can you believe it's week 8 already? Shut we're up. We're halfway
2: through. Halfway through the season. Kind of.
1: Give me give me your Packer prediction.
2: Oh. It's going to be closer than you think, but Packers end up losing. 35-31. Something weird like that. It's going to be something.
1: Yeah, I'm going to kind of stick with mine. It's going to be close in the first half. Packers are going to look better than they have all year. Might even take a lead in the halftime, like a 2017. And then they'll get just boat raced in the second half. Have fun out there. Yeah, leaving today. Be careful. In the gar, Be careful, please. Driving to Cleveland. Pick up my buddy. Off to Buffalo. Missing Halloween. I tried to tell my son, I said, I'm going. And he goes, that will make me sad. <laughs> mm, why am I doing this? Why did I pick this game?
2: You just should have picked like Chicago or something. (laughs) If any
1: of my friends are listening to this, uh, I desperately wanted to back out of this trip. (laughs) So bad. And those of you listening can tell.
2: I, I I was sick. I texted you the other night. I said, I'm shocked you're still going. I wanted back out so hard. (laughs) but
1: as you're listening to this i'm on the dusty trail through chicago through gary indiana the worst landscape of any town in america The, the armpit of america through the same ohio route i took just three short months ago with my guy gary ellerson over the river and through the woods
2: to buffalo's house you go I'm bringing my computer so I am planning on something. We'll see. I'm looking forward to that. That could be the single most best podcast of the year, Bart. I
1: don't know, people really liked our bucks post the other night. That might be yeah. tough. That might be tough. Yeah, to that beat.
2: was fun. That was good. Feeling good.
1: All right, Timmy, thanks for your stern's uh
2: insight or yep. of. Go Brewers. Let's see what he does. Or David Arnold now. Matt, I do
1: get his name right. David
2: Arnold. <laughs> Shit.
1: Fort Winkler's show returns. It's the Friday edition, everybody. Ryan Horvath's here for the week eight picks. Brought to you by our friends in Hales Corners. Golden Chicken, to be exact. Delivery and catering. 414-427-5500. 414-57.
4: What did I just say? 414-427-5500. That's what you said.
1: I thought I said fifty-two-seven. Then next,
4: no, you got it right. 5,500.
1: Boom. Whatever. I'll make my little whipping boy Tim Shea edit that out. Here's something that I want to ask you before we get into the picks. It's not Rogers related, but it is. You know that I am now just openly hating Aaron Rodgers, and I want him gone. He's yeah. The I right. muted
4: you. You're muted, and Bukaki has been blocked already. You muted me. You guys are now that your team locked on Bukaki. Oh, God. Yeah. That guy, man. I love seeing my Coon John Coon take him out back, kick the shit out of him. <laughs> never played the game, brother. You've never played the game. I love guys. I love guys that just like ragdoll dudes like that, though. Coon's like, he said, you have no sources. You're a phony, and everybody should unfollow you. I take back everything I said about his show last week. Remember, I ripped Coon at noon or whatever, dude. That was that was bad. Go on with your Roger. I didn't really mute you. I swear to God, I didn't. I'll show you right now on my phone. I would never do that. I just I wonder. I do like fake, like, getting mad at you about the Rodgers. I, I understand why you don't like Aaron Rodgers right now, dude. I took my kid to his first ever game, and my kid, I beat up a chair. So that was on me.
1: Yeah. But, what Are you talking about that?
4: Yeah, I'm just going to talk about it, dude. So You sent um, me a
1: picture of your hand, and it looked like you were, like, in the movie Contagion.
4: Yeah, I was like walking back, and I punched a sign because I in was in so front clear. of your son. No, he 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 wasn't around for this. Him and my wife went to the bathroom, and I was just thinking, the effing Commanders, dude. The like the Giants, the Jets, and now the freaking Commanders, and now the schedule is about to get tough. I wanted to stack wins before you go to Buffalo and get you know curb-stopped there. Then you get the Lions, then you get the Cowboys. We're gonna lose the McCarthy. They're gonna uh-huh. lose. Like, yeah. Buffalo. They're going to lose to Mike McCarthy. Cowboys are a much better football team. Packers might be the worst team in the league. So I understand your anger towards Aaron Rodgers. My son, after the game, his first ever Packers game, was in tears. And I said, what's wrong, buddy? And he said, because I was trying to like take it like a champ in front of him, but I was ready to cry too. And he was like, it's my first ever game, and they lost. And I was just thinking, frick you guys, man. And I was also thinking, then in the car he goes, Hey, Daddy, can we go to another football game, but with two teams that we don't really love? (laughs) And I said, yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Let's go to like Bengals or Ravens or something like that. Pissed me off, though, man. What a piss poor performance. You would think that would be like a good game to take your son to. I don't even know if they would have beat him at Lambeau. This is a bad football team. I think right now, if they don't win, which I mean, if they don't win, if they don't keep this one close and they don't beat Detroit, maybe they should just go full tank. They might be bad enough to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. What were you going to say about Rogers? Go on. I mean, throw I was, the guy under the bus.
1: over that news. The um, thirty-eight year old. No, was so I just it. I don't. I I one of my contra- Again, the the takes that I have that are deemed controversial are not. I like having fun when I watch my teams, and I'm not having fun with because if it's not Rogers on Sunday, it's Rogers all week long. And even if I try, I'm going to talk about. I understand. I'm talking about it now. i I totally get that but it's just he takes up so much space. But here's the thing I wanted to ask you, and it's about Rogers, but also it's not. Because hey, uh, I think Matt on Twitter was like, he's been to this, he's done this, he's done this, he's earned this. I don't like that. I, if you put in your time as a player in a team where years are short, because you've had so much success, you earn the right to still be there when you're bad. Like you earn the right to take up that much of the cap. You earn the right to restructure your contract and hold the team hostage. And i I hate bringing this up and I do it a lot, but RIP Colby that last year was just, a, it was a waste of a year for the Lakers. Cause it was just a retirement year. Did he earn that? I mean, now you're like happy that they did it. Does Rogers, does he earn like some of these guys, do they earn being bad as their career winds down and the team can't do anything about it, Eli Manning—he kept playing when he was trashed, but he won two Super Bowls. Did he earn that? No. They should have moved on earlier. Now they happen to get Daniel Jones, top five quarterback in the league. I've been saying yeah. for years. I just—I don't know at what point, like, do guys earn the ability to stay when they're bad because they were good? I would argue no. And Ted Thompson was one of those guys. He wasn't going to let Favre sunk into the depths here. He wasn't going to let offensive linemen. Now you've got Goody who's like throwing out contracts to guys that Ted wouldn't. So there's a lot of differences between the two guys. Cause if Ted was here and still alive, RIP again, Rogers Ted. would have been gone. Bakhtiari
4: wouldn't be here. Well, I don't know. Ted loved Aaron. I don't think Rogers would have been gone, dude. Rogers. Am I losing my goddamn mind? Or did he just not win the last two MVPs of the league? I feel like the way you guys are talking about this guy, he's, he's been no, he did, he did, which is, what, which is makes this year even worse. But, like, here's, what I, here's the only thing I'm saying. He's playing like crap, but can you name me, please, and I'm not being an ass here. Can you name me one 38-year-old quarterback that's ever performed at a high level with a bad offensive line in these type of weapons? One. So then why did we think it would work? That's, that's what I was saying on this podcast with you last week, dude, is I don't think that there's any communication. And if there is, like, you know, Rogers Rod, on these shows, oh, me and Brian, blah, blah, blah. Matt, me and Brian, blah, blah, blah. If they're on the same page and they're talking constantly, what is going on right now? Because I feel like Goot wants to put together right now by trading away Devontae Adams. And I get Adams wanted to be gone, but you didn't go after and again, like, I don't know what kind of phone calls he's making, man. It doesn't sound like anybody had a chance at A.J. Brown other than Philadelphia. I find that to be a little phony that Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are best friends. And then that's the only team that's having any trade communication during the draft. But, I mean, I wouldn't I, – I, I could tell you this. If I was the general manager of the football team, I'm not saying I could do a better job than Brian Gudikins, but I would have never went into a season with Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb being realistic weapons because these dudes are dust, Sammy Watkins has never played a full season, not since he was a rookie. And Cobb, I love him. He's old. He's getting old, and he's always injured as well. So, you know, Alan Lazard is not a number one wide receiver. He's a very good two or three, though. I love Lazard. And that draft, man, the Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon, Josiah DeGuara draft that everybody wanted to crush us. Come on, Martin, where's he bagging groceries right now? Remember when everybody wanted to crush us? That draft killed this team because Jordan Love, maybe you love him. I, you know, maybe he's going to end up being the starting quarterback of this team, but he is still never like he's not. He's only started in relief because Rodgers had COVID and, you know, week uh, 18 last year against the Lions. He plays the majority of that game is the rest in for the playoffs. It was a wasted pick. And A.J. Dillon, I don't know if it's him. I don't know if because the offensive line's getting no push, but I feel like every carry is the same carry with A.J. I feel like it's like three, maybe three yards. It's him getting back to the line of scrimmage. This football team doesn't make sense, but going back to my original point really quickly because we got to get to the picks. How are Gutekinds, LaFleur, and Rodgers on the same page? Because Guti has put together this running football team that wants to control the clock and win with defense, and Rodgers still wants to chuck the ball around 37, 40 times, even though he can't connect on a deep ball to save his life, and he has a terrible offensive line, although I thought they played well last week. He doesn't have any weapons. And then LaFleur, if he's calling these plays... He should be sent to Mars. I feel like it's got to be Rodgers changing the plays at the line of scrimmage. Like LaFleur, if it's third and two and he's not giving the ball to A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones, and then on fourth and two when it's four down territory, he should be canned, man. But I think Rodgers, that was his decision. And we know it was his decision. So they're not on the same page. This team, that's the thing. They have no identity. And the defense, the only thing I'll say about the defense, because, you know, I know we're like, oh, it should be a top 10 defense. If you look at it, I really don't have an issue with the defense. The problem with the defense is through these drafts, look at the problems they've addressed. Look at the needs they've addressed. It's been mostly secondary like every year. Eric Stokes, you know, Darnell Savage, Jair, obviously. So this defense is solid, but they're built to play with leads. And that's what the Packers have been able to do the last couple of years, man, with Devontae and MVS, is get out to these leads, score a bunch of points, and then – you have teams in these known passing downs and you have this solid secondary because the Packers against the pass, man, as long as it's not play action, are a top five defense. You know what I'm saying? They're not great against the run because finally this year they kind of gave Kenny Clark some help. But did they really? And is Kenny Clark Aaron Donald like we always say? I don't think he is. And the linebackers, Devondre Campbell made some plays last week, but he's missed more tackles already this year than last year, right? Quay does not Quay is an athlete, but he is clueless right now. He has he always guesses wrong. He never he has no idea where he's at. So the defense, man, it's built what with the the bedroom? To play with leads. The problem is they're scoring 15, 16 points per game. So this team has like it's a mess. It's a freaking mess. But there's I keep telling everybody, everybody's like, there's no talent. This team has way too much talent to be this bad. Figure it out. And trade for a wide receiver. I saw a report about Brandon Cooks. I would sell my arm. I would sell one arm. I would cut my arm off on this podcast for Brandon Cooks. And the other thing I hate hearing from everybody, like Pete Bukaki, why should this team trade for a wide receiver? Why should this team go all in if they didn't do it the last two years? Because you paid the fucking 38-year-old quarterback the most money in the league to come back the next two years. You better try to win a Super Bowl because we don't know what it's going to look like. It might not be the way it's been in the last two decades, where you go from Favre to Rodgers with a couple of crappy years sandwiched in there. If Jordan Love's no good, and is Jordan Love even going to be the quarterback? Dude, we haven't evaluated the dude, and he's off his rookie deal. That's all I'm saying is I do want to go all in and try to win a fucking Super Bowl. I don't tune in every Sunday to go 7-9 and nine or whatever it would be now, 7-10. and 10. I want to see this team win a Super Bowl. Why are you even a fan of this team if you just want to sell for the future? Even Sparky said the other day they should be sellers at the deadline. No, they have Aaron Rodgers. He's he's long. Playing, and he's getting hit every drop back. He's old. He's got the shit kicked out of him and he's hurt. He's hurt right now. You guys, you guys are nuts. I can't, I know he's not playing very good right now, but he has nothing. He has Aaron and nothing. Romeo Dobbs is a rookie. Christian Watson is never healthy and he's a rookie
1: two things. What's more shocking Packers three and four start or the fact that I complimented bill Michaels on Twitter yesterday. Who? Oh, bill Uh, bill opened with 70 minutes of David Stearns after none of the other stations around here talked about the Brewers. And uh, I said to his credit, I never doubted that at bill Michaels would have left that topic on the table. Good on him. Problem is he'll never see it since we both blocked each other.
4: So he did for right, well, okay. he, he an hour of the press conference, or did he actually have takes and do like uh a... no I had takes and then David Stern said this question.
1: as far <laughs> as trades Yeah Brandon Cooks I, I don't think they're one trade away. Let me G-G-R. let me let me dive in and then and then uh let me give you the zig and then let me say. I don't think they're one trade away. You trade for Brandon Cooks. Who cares? He's however, awesome. I look hey. at that draft board next year and I say, there ain't no reason we need to have a pick three through seven because all these people that get traded fourth round pick for what's his nuts of
4: Chicago. Who is that? Robert Quinn,
1: yeah, fourth round pick for him. Uh, Robbie Anderson's going for like six round picks seven years from now. If James Robinson was just- a
4: six that could turn into a fifth if he rushes for 600 yards only, dude. Yeah, James
1: Robinson. That's a that's a steal. Are people not aware how good James Robinson is? Yeah. So if if these teams, you figure out the contract stuff later, Russ Ball can do that. Or I was recently followed oh. by Ken Pringles.
4: Me too. The fake salary cap Ken guy.
1: Yeah, congrats to Ken. Fake account.
4: I uh, I think uh... he made that himself to look cool. <laughs> Come on. Well, <laughs> I don't account. Hey, I'm pretty open with these guys that I that I don't appreciate. Some of the the Rogers Raggers, as I like to call them, dead to me. Okay. Oh, let me say one more thing, because I didn't even answer your question, man. So I was like ready for Rodgers, but at the same time, just wanted Favre to keep coming back. Even when he was throwing 25 picks and the team went four and twelve, I grew up, and I know this is a bad subject right now because the guy sucks, but I grew up loving Brett Favre. And I liked him as the starting quarterback of my team. I love that guy because I knew even if he had a broken finger, a broken toe. Yeah, at least
1: watching Brett Favre tank seasons was fun. Watching Rodgers do it sucks.
4: He's not tanking a season. I'm telling you. I I don't
1: mean tank, but I mean like
4: suck. He's hurt again. He is hurt. He is injured.
1: But so then why won't he take a week off? Because he doesn't want Jordan Love to come in and do better. No, because he's a competitor.
4: Because Rodgers, why did he play an entire year with a broken leg? And college, he get replaced an, in college he was the most he insecure played, person in the world. In college, he played an entire season with a partially torn ACL. The dude has come back from, I mean, the Chicago game. So many great memories. And you're just ready to throw this guy to the curb after winning two MVPs because it's a three and four start. Rogers He's got more team. chips on his shoulder than me when I pass out in a bag of Frito Lays. He is 145, 73 and one in his career as starting quarterback. I don't care about his career. I care about three and four in 2022. And you, so you're watching football games and you're able to put the full blame on one dude because he's the starting quarterback. Like, this is something my wife would do. Or, no, or like no, my mom no, calls me. She's like, I don't know. Aaron needs no. to get it together. No, there's the whole, whole team, dog shit. The whole team sucks. Stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, who's good? Aaron Jones deserves the ball more and works his ass off. Rashawn gary is awesome jair had a rough but week, also
1: concussed apparently this week uh, yeah
4: great i know the only dude that actually you know actually hey uh you know who else has played pretty good especially last week and i know he was back in washington preston hasn't been bad either um at times for what he is you know but i don't enjoy watching this team Bakhtiari's is clearly finished I feel bad for the guy, though. Everybody on social media treats him like he doesn't want to be out there. I mean, the guy wants to be healthy, playing the sport that he loves, that he's making money to play. Sometimes, man, injuries happen. It's a very violent sport, kind of like the injury that happened to Aaron Rodgers because the offensive line was featuring Royce Newman a couple weeks ago, and they tried to get him killed. Now he's throwing the ball to the artist formerly known as Sammy Watkins, who's dust. Cobb's dead. Josiah DeGuara is a total bust, like I told everybody that he would be. Tunyon's fine, but he's just working his way back oh. from the Romeo Dobbs I'm not gonna slander that kid he had a couple nice weeks and I think he's gonna be fine but he's a rookie and he's not running the right routes right now and he's be cool up when Romeo Dobbs got targeted
1: he didn't try to do like he didn't try to show you that he could juggle every time that he was trying to make a catch just catch
4: the ball yeah Lazard I'm at the game he's out there he's playing with the soccer ball like just stay healthy for a full season dude it's hard for him. and that's the other thing really quick with Lazard and why he can't be your number one wide receiver because what are they, what is the floor call him? Like daddy war Eagle or whatever. I do like watching that guy play football because he plays it the way that it should be played, but he plays it like he's a tight end, man. The way he blocks down the field, he's violent. So he's always going to be hurt like George Kittle. I love George Kittle, but he's never going to be, you know, Travis Kelsey because Kelsey doesn't block. He's never going to be like Rob Gronkowski because he's out there. Like watch Kittle block. Anyway, let's get through with the picks. But all I'm saying is uh you can't put the full blame on rogers with this with this roster with that wide receiver room that's the worst wide receiver room in the league give me the bears wide receiver room i said it i'll take mooney i would love to talk about the
1: thursday night game but i was at shorewood soccer last night where uh shorewood soccer i was on the pa announcing
4: Hmm, how'd that go i assume it went great all right. Well, let's uh, leave the Thursday night game off as we do every week. Pretty what much. is the
1: line by that? What
4: was the line? Uh, Thursday night was Tampa Bay ended up closing as two-point favorites. They were one-and-a-half-point dogs, though. On going, the road? going in, uh, They're at home in Tampa. They were at home.
1: Yeah, I took Tampa.
4: Me, too. Me too. All About, right, time next- About time for them to get right. Miami, Detroit. The Lions are off the bye. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs taking on the Miami Dolphins, who last Sunday night, they returned to a and they pick up a big win over the Steelers. Yet Mike McDaniel really pissed me off in that game because everybody just wants to get so cute. Always kick the field goal and go up nine points, especially if you're facing a rookie quarterback. Always make it a two-score game. Yes. Um, I picked the Lions. I bet this game. I bet the Lions plus three-and-a-half. I hate this Lions team. You know, Dan Campbell, that stuff was cute in Hard Knocks and preseason when you're zero and zero. But when you're one and five, that stuff isn't cute. Coaches yelling at each other and up downs and blah blah blah. blah, 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 blah. But uh, I do think off the bye they could keep this game close. I think they're live. I think they might upset Miami. They're fine offensively. Even I mean, you know, golf. The problem here is Miami blitzes the hell out of quarterbacks, and golf is terrible under pressure. But if they could get Swift back. Jamal Williams has been really good. I miss him. I would take him over A.J. Dillon in a heartbeat. I mean that, too. I know he doesn't, you know, go eat hamburgers in Door County, but he's really good. And then, uh, you know, St. Brown, love him. So the Lions could score points. I like Detroit in this game, actually, to pull off the upset. I'll take the plus three and a half, though.
1: I think there's a lot of clucking going on this week. <laughs> I think it's going to be a
4: crazy golden chicken kind of week. Oh, Tails, he's delivering catering. I'm going to move back. I'm going to retire in Milwaukee. My next stop I'm going back to Milwaukee and I'm going and I'm just going to eat golden chicken every single day of my life until it's coming out of my pores man just chicken breast after chicken breast 414 427 5500 hey can't leave the couch right now Packers are you know losing to the Bills 42 to 10 and I'm crying right now can you guys deliver me some chicken boom there it is I would like to be able next time
1: I see you to give you a hug and then also like slightly take a bite out of your neck And taste mini tacos.
4: Oh. You know what's awesome? Got a recipe for those bad boys from the fine folks at Golden Chicken.
1: What? I thought that was like the original 13, dog.
4: Maybe I got... Well, they feel bad that I'm stuck here in hell, a.k.a. the East Coast, where it's just like bagels and salad. and They don't even have Italian beef here, man. Oof. Yeah, I also want to give a free plug to Pertillos. They don't pay me, but that place is the shit.
1: I like the lion's yeah
4: to roar their way
1: to a money line victory
4: oh is this a double or triple clock well what was the spread three and a half point dogs detroit is at home so then this is a this is a -a spinner rooney yeah i was invited to this game from betmgm they wanted me to go to Detroit because it's Michigan, Michigan State. So it would have been a sweet weekend. And then the Pistons have a And I, I like um, I like Kid Cunningham, but I, I really like Jaden Ivey. Where are you notice. going? That stuff's really hard for me to do with like three, four days notice. Hey, you know, this is an awesome trip, but I can't just say, hey, you know, Amanda, can you take off work on Saturday, Sunday? And my and kid would like, be a
1: bad dad like me and miss well, that
4: no, oh, i have to miss halloween too man in fact like i can't go trick-or-treating and then there was this party i work nights that's the thing so saturday sunday is the only time i see my son so he gets all jazzed for it he bought these so uh halloween games. on halloween yeah and then they did yeah, like there's a, a sunday oh so you're missing to watch football
1: i'm missing to be in buffalo
4: yeah, I was going to go to that trip with you, but now I can't do it, man. I can't. I will cry in front of your friends that have never met me. I just, I, I hate this team right now. They don't give me any joy. So well, I guess I, I agree, agree punch, with everything. You punch,
1: you punch stuff and break your hands after Packer losses, you'll fit right in with these dudes.
4: Okay, yeah. See, I don't want to be like that anymore, man. But I, I also, well, I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that. I mean, yeah, you should, probably shouldn't break your hand over a stupid. There's a lot team. wrong with it, but you're but, your own man. Well, I mean, all I'm saying is I don't think it's so wrong that I have a love and a hobby the older that I get, you know, that I have this football team. And here's what sucks when they suck. I wait all year for this crap, man. I'm doing mock drafts. You know, I'm paying attention to who's showing up to OTAs in the summer. I'm doing the should the Rodgers play in preseason thing. I love this team. I live for him year round. The people that you're making fun of right now that aren't talking about David Stearns and Giannis having a 40 piece and a big win against the Nets. I am those people, unfortunately. I love this football team more than anything on this planet that isn't my wife, my son, my mother, pretty much my family. And they suck. They're letting me down. But no, you're not a – but I, you, you got to go to Buffalo. It was a pre planned trip. Hopefully they yeah. keep it close for you, though.
1: Uh, no, you
4: what's know? the next game? That was my cluck rooney spinner rooney Arizona, the Cardinals, three-and-a-half-point underdogs. On the road, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings, three-and-a-half-point favorites coming off the bye. I think the Vikings are frauds. They're going to win the NFC North because the Packers are dog crap, unless the Bears are for real, but they're trading away all their players now. I like Arizona, actually, to cover the number. I think Arizona, I don't think they're a good football team, and I think Kingsbury's probably going to get canned, but they're a much better team with D-hop on the field. I will say that. So I'll go Arizona to keep it close, plus three-and-a-half Cardinals. I like the, the Vikings are at home. The Vikings are at home though. And it's like a 1 p.m. junior time kick. So it's Kirk Cousins at his best. I
1: like the Vikings, unfortunately. Skull.
4: Skull. Oh, so uh, season. But four, again, huh? I'm
1: also very anti Kyler Murray. Are you uh, why? Well, I've been playing him in fantasy all year in a dynasty league over Joe Burrow, and I realized I've made the mistake seven weeks in a
4: row now. Yeah, Joe Burrow's on fire right now, man. What do you think about this one? The Steelers are now ten and a half point underdogs in Philadelphia. Before the season began, this was a three and a half point spread, but the Eagles are six and zero. The Eagles are only getting better. Ten and a half points is a lot of points, though, and I know Pittsburgh just lost on Sunday night, but I think I think the back door is going to be open here. I'm taking another underdog. Give me the Steelers plus ten and a half. Mike Tomlin will have them boys ready to go.
1: Um, you know how I always pick uh, against the Steelers. That's kind of my rule. I'm going to break that for my. Golden Chicken, hey, I thought there were 10 pieces in here. Where'd the other ones go? Pick of the week, which means you think that's a 10, but it's really going to be like a six or a seven. There's like six or seven pieces, and that's how much the Eagles are going to win by. So I like the uh, Eagles to win, but the Steelers to cover. You know, there was a year in 1943, Ryan, my favorite fact, when the war was going on, a lot of people had to get drafted and serve. So in 1943, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles combined to play one year as the Steagles. Really?
4: <laughs> is that a real fact?
1: You don't. I've said that every time we mention these teams for the last four
3: years.
4: I know. And I've asked you every single time, is that a real fact? So I had to stick with the bit. I know that that's a fact. I know that that's your go to. And that's always my favorite one that you bring every season. <laughs> I want to see what you got for this one because Danny Big Dong Dimes takes the field. He's a three point underdog. Hey, they have to commit to him, right? I know they're only six. I mean, I know they're six and one. There's still nine more games to be played, but he's tough as shit. Anyway, he takes a beating. The Seahawks are three-point favorites at home, and I am betting in this contest the Seattle Seahawks, who are one of my favorite teams to watch, and I hate to say it, because Pete Carroll has been rejuvenized, because Geno Smith is the best quarterback in the league by some metrics, because I know that DK's beat up. But their offensive side of the ball, man, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. That's If you're drafting a running back early, that's what he should look like. Not just rolling around Door County, eating wings, getting eight carries for 23 yards. Should look like Kenneth Walker the last two weeks going over a buck 30. Seahawks roll. Giants fall to six and two. You know, I love Daniel Jones and you know I love my
1: Giants, but I said this is going to be a clucker of a week. And you know what I love more than anything. More than anything when it comes to betting. You bet numbers, not teams. I bet revenge games. Geno Smith, revenge game against the 2017 Giants.
4: Yeah, didn't even think about Geno that. That's Smith. not when he had his jaw broken, though. That was the Jets, right? Remember when he was the starting quarterback and then he had his jaw broken? He got punched.
1: 2017 was Eli's last year, right? Wasn't yeah, there remember
4: when you... Remember when you not only offended my guy, Aaron Rodgers, but you also took a shot at Eli Manning and pretty much and, – and Kobe, who's passed away now. He's dead. I did. Terrible freaking person. All Aaron Rodgers has done for this organization, this team, and this fan base is leave his body on the ground.
3: He'll probably,
4: if he ever has kids and grandkids, won't be able to probably take him to T-ball and run around and play with them because his body has been tore apart. Could you imagine if Rodgers was your dad? Oh, that'd be so awesome. I'd be like, Daddy,
1: Bobby. why can't I have why can I have Bobby. one order? He'd be like, society bounds us to what we could eat or not. <laughs> I'm the smartest person that's ever existed. Yeah, I like that. Dude, style. Rogers, Rogers in Another Life was like hanging out with Plato and, and Aristotle, but he was like Roger Studi, and he was like the loser on the block. Like, do you hear what Aaron's talking about this time? He thinks the sun revolves around the earth what a loser remember when he was hanging out with braun and they owned that restaurant yeah and then braun lied to him and rogers took it a personal like they were dating
4: well i mean you are the biggest braun fan but i think rogers made the right decision getting away getting away from him in that one bad pr anyway denver Mr. Unlimited Russell Wilson is limited at practice. What is up with this guy, by the way? Imagine having to fly A to London, right? You're on the flight. You're trying to watch some Seinfeld, you know, maybe some old stern on YouTube, get a little bit of sleep. And this asshole is just bouncing up and down doing high knees and calisthenics in the aisle. Like it's bad enough when somebody stands up. Hey, uh, you stay seated until you... I hate when people get on Twitter to complain about their flight. Don't you? like about the people standing up like we get it. Yeah. People suck. You don't have to. Yeah. Get on there's themselves. a lot with
1: air travel and this is an old uh, bit. I don't remember who did it, but I've always, oh, this has always stuck with me. There's a, um, there's a lot with air travel that sucks. Like it sucks waiting and it sucks being delayed and it sucks. Like when there's a layover and it like, it sucks when someone takes their shoes off and it it's, you are traveling across the country in a speeding rocket in four (laughs) hours. Yeah. People used to take their whole family just to get to the other side of the state and half of the kids died.
4: (laughs) Seriously. Like growing up, like my dad, you get on this
1: plane. That's going to go 700 miles an hour. Some guy, you don't even get to see until the end when you're like, thank you. Good pilot, sir. Yeah. Trusting your life in him. Meanwhile, you just get to sleep or drink or read a book and century not even not even with within the last 200 years at how long history's gone within the last 200 years people just trying to get to the next fort would croak
4: exactly
1: or get robbed exactly. or get run over by buffalo
4: exactly yeah keep
1: things in perspective
4: yeah, but everybody's always on Twitter, hey, sit down until we uh, get off the flight or whatever they're always bitching about. It's like, hey, we get it, guy. You're on an airplane, you know? You're... you're Good. Good for you. Hey, why
1: don't you be 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 right. brag that you're on an airplane? Good for you. We be all man. right, all right,
4: man. Aaron Rodgers is out there playing with one fucking hand. Anyway, the Broncos, are two-and-a-half-point dogs taking on the Jags. Mr. Unlimited might not go again, which probably is for the best for Denver. I'm going to pick in this game the Jags to finally get right. The Jags? I'm
1: taking Denver reluctantly, even though Jacksonville is Great Britain's team.
4: Oh, yeah, this is the London game. I just literally said that, so it's not in Jacksonville. But they're the home team. Yeah, I'm going to take – This game's on ESPN
1: Plus only, so – Oh, is it really? Yeah. Why isn't it on the NFL Network? Cause ESPN bought a game or some shit.
4: Do you watch a lot of the NFL network? No. I watch it, I just watch it all day. And I feel like Adam rank is on all day long. That's Even why in- I don't watch it. He sucks. Him.
1: Who? All these bears fans in the media. Like you just have to say you're a bear fan once and it'll stay with us. You don't have to remind us every third fucking sentence.
4: Hey, I hear that brother. So you're picking the Broncos
1: reluctantly though. So it like doesn't count. All right.
4: So it's like a half a fry pick of the week. Um, it's like when you take somebody's fry off their plate or something,
1: 414, 427,
4: 5,500, the Atlanta Falcons, Falcons, tomato, tomato, four point favorites against the Carolina Panthers coming off an ass kicking of Tom Brady and the bucks. You guys are all ragging on Aaron Rodgers. What's wrong with Tom Brady? And he looks like hell right now, man. He is going through a divorce, but, uh, I wouldn't bet this game if I had to, gun to my head. God, I, I like this Atlanta team, but four points. Give me, give me Carolina. Because what I think happened with them, so P.J. Walker was pretty good last week. They fire that idiot Matt Rule. They trade away Christian McCaffrey, which made complete sense because he's 26 years old, which is like scary hours for a running back. They got all those picks back. And then they said – Hey, we're not trading away DJ Moore. We're not trading away Brian Burns, even though we were offered a first round pick. So now that locker room, they feel uh, they feel like, hey, we're going to be here for a while. Let's go out and at least attempt to win some football games. I think they keep this game close, plus four, too many points. I, Atlanta, nice start to the season, but I don't think they should be four point favorites. So I'll take the uh, fighting PJ Walkers, XFL legend.
1: He is an XFL legend. Uh, hashtag people forget. I am going to stick with Atlanta.
4: Dirty bird. You're dirty. Can I get do something with that? Your double breast of the week for your connection, huh? How? What do you mean? Oh, chicken's a bird. Are you okay? Did you eat? Are you on the Aaron Rodgers mushroom diet? This is my this is my dirty bird. Have you heard twenty four seven catering is the word. Pick of the week. Hey, I'm pissed I haven't been invited on the Bucks postgame pod yet. I have a hard enough time trying to track you down for this one. One day I accidentally freaking sleep through my alarm. I was only an hour late, dude. And I told and, and you said that you had some time today. Don't be a jerk. Be a jerk. Problem is my uh, wife. Did you see there. the big NFL news yesterday? What was it?
1: And by yesterday, I mean as we're recording the podcast. Yeah. Canarius uh, Tony was traded to the Chiefs for a third and a sixth. Kadarius Tony was a beast at Florida.
4: So the Chiefs wanted him, but the Packers didn't. So the Chiefs now have MVS to take the top off of defense. Juju and Kelsey to work underneath. And now another weapon.
1: All right. McCall well, Cole Hardman, who is a great everything man.
4: Yeah, dude. Green Bay's got to make a, it's got to be Brandon Cooks. Unfortunately, I don't think Carolina. I would take even if uh you don't want to like go all in for this year. I know he's expensive. I don't we think both Carolina, ended up
1: being like hand in face about it because we're like,
4: man, dude. I would have taken Kadarius Tony. I love I would, Kadarius I Tony. I don't know about a third in the six for Kadarius Tony. I'd though. trade
1: every. I, I would. I would Ricky Williams this thing. I would make sure we have no picks next year if I was the GM. They'd be yeah, like, well, Dallas. don't you want to draft towards the future? I'd be like, son, we've been drafted for the future the last three years.
4: I will say, I though, they lose, if they lose this week and they lose to Detroit and then they lose to Dallas because I think that's the upcoming That'd special. be a
1: six-game losing streak.
4: I would say I love them, but you probably bench Rodgers, you evaluate Jordan Love, and then you lose as many games as possible. And then you get your, your quarterback of the future because this quarterback class is way too deep. I love Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, he should be the Heisman. Everybody talks about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Hendon Hooker is the best quarterback in the country. Stroud's probably the best quarterback prospect, though. Will Levis is there, man. Um, yeah, there's some dudes. There's some dudes. This sucks. I wish I would have taken Canarias, Graham team. Mertz. Oh my god. Just absolute dump. I will say, though, um, Jim Leonard should be – I know they're talking about, like, Matt Rule and all these flashy names. Yeah. Uh, Matt Campbell. I think Jim Leonard should be the head coach of the Badgers if he wants to be. Do you think he wants to be?
1: I like seeing Jim Leonard with his buddies because he, like, played in the NFL, but then he sees all his college buddies that also played football, and he's, like, the little kid of the group.
4: I like him because he's a badass, and he's really, really good, and he turned down a lot of really good jobs. Man, that's a big trade for the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm pretty upset about it. So let's move on. The Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, taking on the Jets. It'll be Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Jones. Is Bill Belichick losing his fastball, by the way, pulling Mac for Bailey Zappi in that game? Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorites. You got a pissed-off Mac Jones. All in the world comes back to normal here. Belichick beats up on that idiot Zach Wilson and those Jets. Jets lose
1: Belichick always beats the Jets
4: yes give me the Patriots yeah you got the Vegas Raiders one point favorites it's pretty much a pick I guess against uh the Saints the Saints say even though Jameis is healthy they're sticking with Andy Dalton. I love the Saints team before the season man what a disappointment just two and five I need some wins from them Luckily, I do think they get one this weekend against the Raiders, who have unleashed Josh Jacobs, who's been awesome. This is a guy who played in the Hall of Fame game. Now he's won over 100 yards in his last three games. Offense looking good for the Raiders. I think this is a letdown spot. Give me the Saints. Who that? Who that? Who that say going to beat them Saints? Not the Raiders, bitch.
1: Ah, this is a weird one. I, I can't ever take the Saints, and I can't ever quit the Raiders. I'm going to actually take the Raiders. To go into the Caesar Superdome and uh and win,
4: the Bears are oh, not. I half. not say that? The Bears are nine. It's the name of the stadium. The Bears you get me in trouble. But you're the bet Bears, MGM. It's not the bet MGM Stadium guy. The Bears are nine and a half point dogs against the Cowboys. Bears coming off a big win. The world took notice because it was on prime time. Yeah, but they, Bears just Josh hater themselves. They trade a guy after a win. And what's going to happen here is our guy, Justin Fields probably going to have a rough day because Micah Parsons, I bet on him to win MVP because if there's ever a year where you give it to a non quarterback, gotta be this year with Micah Parsons. I, I hate when I used to hate when I was a kid and I'd be like, watch games with my uncles and they'd be like, watch, you know, Stevie Ferguson, the defensive tackle just wrecks the game plan, blows the game up. And I'd be like, no, I'm going to watch the quarterback and the ball. But dude, if you actually just watch Micah Parsons, He's unreal. He's like chasing down ball carriers from like 40 yards back. He's I would kill for Micah Parsons on our team. But so
1: right arm for cooks and then you'd murder for Parsons. Yeah. You already gave up your right hand punching a chair last week. So you have better. any body left.
4: It's looking a little bit better.
1: Dude, you keep giving away parts like this. You're going to go as a skeleton for Halloween because you will have hey! no body.
4: What are you picking here?
1: I am picking the mother fucking Dallas Cowboys.
4: Big spread. Tennessee Titans, two and a half point favorites. Your Titans. This is a really fishy line. Only two and a half point favorites in Houston against the Texans. Damian oh, Pierce. I, this is, is my pick crazy. of the week. Give me this the Texans.
1: This is my cluck, cluck, cluck. Go spend your last buck. You will be in luck when you ride the Houston Texans.
4: Yeah, I like the Texans too. I love Pierce, man. He's, he's got 500 rushing yards already. Take that, AJ Dillon. Davis but, Mills? More like Davis drills.
1: More like Davis drills. Some boneless thighs down his throat. Yeah. 414,
4: 5500. You know uh, when AJ Dillon retires, he wants to live in Door County? You know that when A.J. Dillon uh, retires, it'll be the year 2024? Jesus. <laughs> you know, but he, he does have big legs, though. You know who else has big legs? The Washington Commanders, who are three-point dogs, hitting the road, taking on the Colts, to replace Matt Ryan. It's so hard to say goodbye. You think if uh,
1: Rodgers got traded to the Colts and he played like he has so far, that they would have benched him for Sam Ellinger, too?
4: No, but I do think that if Aaron Rodgers was the starting quarterback of the Colts, they'd win the Super Bowl this year. I think if he was the starting quarterback of – here, let me throw – let's do a drill really quick. If Rodgers is the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, they win the Super Bowl. Oh,
3: wake me You're up. If Rodgers is, is the
4: starting quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, they become a worse team, actually. To I'm all about it. At any time. All right, I don't want to do this, actually. But there's not a team that Rodgers doesn't make better, other than maybe the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. Oh, I got one. Who? Oh, and the Bills and the Chiefs. I got one. And the Eagles, the Packers. Wow. Jordan Love is not good, dude. I'm not saying he is. Well, then what is the what is the end game here? You just to lose every game and watch a terrible product like we Kurt had. Kurt do-
1: Bankert's available. Let me just super follow him on Twitter. And who? Uh, Kurt Bankert. Oh my God, he plays video games with us. He's in Door County this weekend.
4: Remember when he was like a legend for a while there? Woo.
1: You would give your right kneecap to
4: spend a weekend in Door County right now. Only if it's me and Joe Zenzola. I want to yeah. just, like, I'm, I'd always be like, Joe, big weekend. You know, and I'm, like, a meathead. And, you know, yeah, I, I get it. People hate me. But, like, I'd be, like, having some beers, watching some football. And Joe would be like, "Yeah, you know, me and my girl, we're going to go and have some espresso and just sit outside in Door County. And I'd be like, how old is Joe? How is Joe younger than me? And also – how old is too old to get a party ball for your apartment for Saturday college football? Do you know what a party ball is? Yeah, of course I do. I'm cool. It's just another name for a keg. I'll never forget when I moved into my dorm room, they told me no party balls. And I thought they meant cocaine. And I was like, okay, that shouldn't be a problem, except for on the weekends. And, uh, it, I, was like, <laughs> and I thought about that. And I was like, what the? what is a party ball? And it was just another name for a keg. But why do they call it a party ball? Did you really know what that was? Because I Absolutely never. Absolutely not. I thought yeah. it was cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, who the hell are you betting on? And in... what game are we even on? I don't think we are really. We're all over the place today. Let's do this. No, no, no. we're on. Uh, we're on Tennessee, Houston. You haven't given your pick. Oh yeah, you took the tackle. It's my pick uh, of no, the week. We're on, no, we're on Colts Commanders, and the Colts have Sam Ellinger starting at Oh, Gordon's. I took Washington. I'm taking the Colts. I think Ellinger is going to play good. And I think Jonathan Taylor is finally going to get the rock again. Uh, what, what about this one? Good game. Like JP is a DFS guy this week. Me too. I think he's going to have a big week. What about this game? You got the San Francisco 49ers, one and a half point favorites on the road, taking on the Rams Rams. Yeah. Me too. I'm surprised. we really? don't
1: do nothing for me. Really? Mm-mm.
4: I just, I think the Rams win this game. I think they cover one and a half. I just, I think McVay's going to get it done against Shanahan this weekend. The Rams need it. They're three and three. I'll be rooting for San Francisco. Actually, I guess I don't really care because they're three and four. But Packers, I mean, we, we they got to get a wild card spot at least this season. They
1: don't need McCaffrey.
4: The 49ers didn't?
1: The Niners could line up George Kittle in the backfield for a game, and he would rush for 87 yards on 10 carries.
4: Dude, I can't wait to see this, though. I mean, I know we got a little short sample size of it. Well, you got the whole McCaffrey-Shanahan uh, connection. I don't know if you know this. Hashtag people forget. Mike Shanahan coach Christian's father, Ed, in Denver.
1: I don't know if people uh, don't know this. Uh, hashtag people forget. Kyle Shanahan is not a very good head football coach.
4: Ah, I love Shanahan, dude. I like watch all what this. What do you love
1: like, about him? Do you love that he looks like Roy from
4: Succession? Kind of. I kind of like him, man. Yeah. I kind of like Shanahan as a person. I do you like that like
1: if him. he was like 30% uglier, he wouldn't get the kind of praise that he gets. Do you like how he's never had uh, two winning seasons back to back?
4: Yeah, but he's beat us in the playoffs twice and he always well, has for teams. So I, I we have think to travel.
1: That's, that's the problem. problem. We have to travel.
4: You think LaFleur is better than Shanahan?
1: Oh, no. I do you even think, think
4: LaFleur is good anymore? No. Do no. you think he's bad? Do you think, let's say Aaron retires, Aaron's coming back next year. He's getting the money. He ain't going anywhere. Two years, all right. And then let's say, how, like, how long does Lafleur have? Like, let's, does he get two years with a new quarterback still? You think? If they're not winning games, I think Lafleur needs to go up to Aaron,
1: invite him in for like a drink, think that they're buddies, and he needs to, and and he needs to say. Just something like random. He needs to sit down and say, Aaron, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you play. I don't care what you do with my play calls. I don't care if we win or if we lose. If you ever call me Matt again, I will fucking kill you. My name is Coach or Mr. LaFleur. I am your elder. I am... The man who carries respect around here. I know you think you run the roost. I'm the goddamn sheriff in this town.
4: But I think Aaron Rodgers would probably say, like, to him, he'd say, "I might play ball this season, but I'll never sign this piece of paper and throw it back at LaFleur and call Matt." But don't doesn't it remind you a little bit like this off season, like the movie Days and Confused, where Aaron Rodgers was Randall Pink Floyd? And the Packers coaching staff was was the coaching staff in that movie. And Rodgers just wanted to go to a KISS concert with his buddies and do drugs all summer. And they were like, hey, man, I'm trying to win a Super Bowl here? Yeah, no, Rodgers is bad. bad You're bad. I don't even know what I'm talking about, which means it's time to wrap it up with the Bengals and the Browns. The Bengals, three-point favorites. Joey, big nuts, Burrow. But Cleveland season's on the line here, and I'm going to take on the Browns. Plus three, dude, I think they'll be able to run the ball all over the Bengals. I don't know if they win. And also, I want to say on this show, I want you to know this. You know how when our team stinks, or even when the Packers don't stink, we always have an AFC team. And in the past, we've chose the Cleveland Browns. And even though Baker sucked, I didn't really like how they did them, especially for Deshaun Watson, who has you know, a bunch of sexual assault cases against him. Terrible human. So I am actually, I did this last year, and this isn't a bandwagon thing. I love the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. Loved love them at LSU. I love Jamar Chase. I love T. Higgins. You know, we could have had him. We chose Jordan Love. I love me some Tyler Boyd. I like the Bengals, other than their head coach, who's a dummy. If I could have one job on this planet, I would be the head coach of the Bengals, and I'd win 14 games every year. And I would just let Joe Burrow run the offense he's been running the last three weeks, where they finally took that dog crap offense Zach Taylor runs. And they said, you know what, Joe? You have four plays. Go to the line of scrimmage and do what you want. And all he's been doing is just torching defenses. I love Joe Burrow. I get why guys want to go play in Cincinnati. That's what we need from Aaron Rodgers. Burrow is just a dude. He gets the shit kicked out of him every game. That's a terrible offensive line, and he gets back up. He's wearing crazy suits to games. He's dressed like Jim Carrey in the mask. He's wearing wide receiver T-shirts of T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. He wore Chase's jersey to the game last week, two weeks ago. I love Joe Burrow. He's uh, He's my second favorite quarterback in the league next to only Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. And I love the Bengals, but they probably lose this game. Go Browns, plus three. I'm
1: going to take the Bengals. And I'm going to not give you any more breakdown on it because I'm going to pivot into telling you that I have an AFC team this year.
4: Who's your AFC team? They're
1: a a 10.5 point favorite over the Green Bay Packers.
4: You bastard. That's come down. Josh Allen. Yeah.
1: He's my fantasy quarterback. Last week he was on a bye. So what did I do? I picked up Josh Allen Jr., aka Daniel Jones, 30 points.
4: Dan, yo, know, Jones. And here's how I
1: here's how I've been saying this. I just told this to Tim Shea as well. I said this yesterday on the Bucs post game that you weren't invited to. Yeah. I think the Packers come out playing pretty damn good. I think whatever's going on in that locker room, they get on that plane. They we're better than this. They'd probably score first. Bills yeah. fans are like, hey, okay, this is weird. Yeah, You score again. Josh Allen gets picked. He's not having a good half. Packers go, Packers go into the locker room up like 17-14, uh, something like that. Second half, Josh Allen comes out, three touchdowns. Packers don't score another point. I'm going to take the Bills to cover, and uh, that is my golden chicken drown my sorrows in golden chicken pick of the week. All right. So Bart goes with the
4: Bills. And to close out the show, I will go with the Green Bay Packers, not only to cover the 12, the 11 and a half, wherever this is going to close. This is the biggest underdog Aaron Rodgers has ever been in his career. Green Bay is going to go into Buffalo. You're going to be at this game. You're going to be in attendance with all your buddies. Your one friend, he's going to be throwing up all over himself. He's a mess. You got to get him out of there by the second quarter. Aaron Rodgers and this offense are going to march down the field. You know why they're going to march down the field on this great Buffalo defense? Matt Milano out there flying around the ball. They're going to march on this defense because Aaron Jones is going to touch the rock 20 to 22 times in this game. His rushing prop right now, 46 and a half yards. He's going to scorch over that 120 yards on the ground. Packers pull off the upset. They win this game and the under hits 21-17. They shock the world. The Packers, they really can't stop the run. You know what's awesome about that? Bills don't want to run the ball. Josh Allen's their leading rusher. He'll still make some plays. The Packers, number seven against the pass. That's all the Bills want to do, throw the ball down the field. Jair's going to have a bounce-back performance. One interception for Jair. Forced fumble for Kenny Clark. Rodgers, two touchdown passes. One to Aaron Jones. One to Josiah DeGuara because literally the Chiefs – or the Chiefs – the – uh the, uh, the Bills, they don't realize this guy's on the fucking planet. They don't understand why anybody would have drafted him in the third round because nobody had ever heard of the guy. He had bleached blonde hair in his college photo. Packers, upset victory. Season's back. And then the next day, on Monday morning, while we're celebrating, we're eating our victory chicken, they trade for Brandon Cooks. Woo! Go, Pack, go. Go, Pack, go. It's a, it's a darn go. shame it's a darn
1: shame Go pack go go pack go you have turned a underdog career from sleeping in the parking lot on grange avenue to becoming this face of bed mgm
4: and all your credibility vanishes in one pick Sad. Packers plus 12, my favorite bet of the weekend, actually. They're going to win, yeah, too. Packers I'm the
1: blindness.
4: Office. Go, Pack,
1: Go. So here's the big question. Go. Whose blindness bites him? Will it be Rodgers, my pure <laughs> hatred of him, blindness? Will it bite me? Or will it be Horvat's Packer hatred? Or that's
4: not what I mean. I don't you know, know what I was trying to say. I'm the one picking the team. You're picking against them. You're traveling to Buffalo to root against your team, to root for your new team. And Josh Allen, because he wears masks and he's vaccinated. My unvaccinated king. I don't know that Josh was, Allen was, actually. I'm going to probably say he uh, was not. He was very
1: coy about that.
4: Yeah. I mean, I got the shots, and I've had COVID like 15 times now. So. And I haven't mean? had
1: COVID since March, and I've had long COVID the last month.
4: I got bad news for you, too. It wasn't just a cold for your boy like uh, Tim in Tulsa or whatever told me it was. That shit. Oh, I still don't feel right, man. Yeah, my body's probably fucked up. It is a wonderland, though. Go, Pack, go. Go, My, my, my uh, DNA changed. Here you are. You are actually, you know what? You're the worst Packer fan ever. Disagree. I would say I'm the best because I'm the one rational guy left. No. You, what do you think? You're the only guy that. Yeah, And here's the thing. I know you want your new shtick to be you're the Rogers hater. Unit was doing it years ago. And Aaron, I know you're listening to the show. Call in and defend yourself. Like Aaron Rodgers isn't driving around listening to Bon Ever. He's riding around listening oh, to You know, he's listening to, Did the Packers turn their season around? 414, blah, 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 blah. And let me tell you about my good friends over there at this gas station. The other day. Just pumping gas, right? Guy comes up to me. He says, hey, unit, the Packers going to cover the 12 and a half. And I say, absolutely not. But let me tell you about the Snickers bars in this gas station. Two for $3 right now. What a deal. Let's do this. When we come back, Josiah DeGuara. He spoke to the media. What did he have to say? We'll tell you about it next. Boom! I'm all fired up today. Can you tell? I got, one, I got followed by uh, Peter Kakowski. I promise none of these are me. I don't like though that I've been I've been using these names for a while, but I didn't want to get fired, and now everybody's like coming up with these great Twitter handles, and I'm like, damn, I had that. Yeah, Pete Pete has made it. You guys have made it your mission to ruin the good name of Aaron Rodgers, and I will not have it.
1: You and know I, what I love about Rodgers? I won't stop really until
4: it's ruined. You know what I love about Rodgers is that anytime that he's Interviewed like he could go through the history of the Green Bay Packers, and even the other day on McAfee, guy's a big Bucks fan, watches all the games. He was hyping up Giannis, how great he is. Did you hear that? Oh
1: wow, Rodgers knows that Giannis is good. Jeez, good for him. So is my grandma.
4: No, he literally like just gave out his exact. He was like, "Yeah, man, Giannis. He had forty points. He was twelve to seventeen from the floor. He had thirteen rebounds. He's. I think you forget that the reason Giannis stayed in Milwaukee is because of Aaron Rodgers. Guy runs the team." You trust any of the suits in Milwaukee to get something done? You see what the Brewers have done. You see what the Packers are going through. You see the you see the Bucks. Remember, no Rogers has saved Milwaukee, kind of like Michaels and Joe saved the Brewers.
1: All right, and we're done.
4: I gotta go. See you later. Peace.
1: All right. Our thanks to Ryan Horvat, and our thanks to Golden Chicken. 414-427-5500 Hales Coners um, Got some voicemails before we wrap things up Here on a Friday Long episode today So just in case I end up not doing Anything post-Buffalo This should keep you company I really intend to Might not be a long one We'll have to wait and well, It's a lot of wait and see Wait and see mode All right, let me get some voicemails. This one is from the Sean O'Connell, a shorty.
5: I'm calling it right now. Turns out Matt Arnold moves up. One, Craig Council gets kicked upstairs. He's going to be the new GM. And then hopefully, maybe, fingers crossed, they'll hire somebody with some fucking balls.
1: See, I said earlier I wish we were on the radio for a day like today. Uh, maybe glad we're not. Still a lot to kind of think about with the Stearns thing. If you saw the press conference, Smiley McGee up there, I don't know. I said earlier he'll probably be with the a New York team in 2024. Maybe he is maybe this is it. You know, you worked for 20 years. Guys been working his whole life. He's gonna get the first chunk of time where he's not answering phones all the time and having to worry about everything. You just forward voicemails and emails over to Matt Arnold. I think, I think the guy's just looking forward to some time off. He up there, he looked like a teacher that was on summer vacation. And then uh, he was also never gonna have to, I don't know. I just, there, I would say there is a, Man, just ballpark. 70% chance he's a GM again. 60% that's with a New York team. 10% other. And 30% he gone. The, I, there might be a 3-10 chance that that was the last time he's ever at a podium. I think he might just be Dunzo. Um... We'll see, though, more fallout to come. As far as Council, I don't know. You think Council's sweating a little bit? I don't. Matt Arnold's, Matt Arnold's been the GM for a couple of years. But I'm sure him and Craig will talk, and they'll have a meeting. But is Matt going to be more of a pushover for Mark? See, ultimately, I think everything, everything comes back to Mark. Mark runs his team. Uh, you wanted an owner that didn't meddle, and now you do it. Mark, it's your team. But what you need to do is do what Bob Harlan did. Hire people to do it. Mark says he'll do that, and then he goes and sits in you know, your front row, and you watch Team suck, and you're like, "Should I own this team. I got to do something. It's got to be hard to be an owner. I mean, it's great being rich and get whatever you want. And getting out of trouble all the time. Other than that, I think it's pretty cool. John in Franklin. Hi, this is
5: John in Franklin. We'll take on the Bucks. Watched the game last night. Be honest. We can't say enough. I remember back in late eighteen, early nineteen it was you guys had a topic. having, you know, a stud at all levels of sports in Wisconsin with the Brewers, the Packers, and the Bucks. Well, there's one stud still standing, and the kid just, he's getting better. It's unbelievable. He's consistent. Always brings out a great performance. It was good to see Nash get duped by his own player. The NBA, I think, is realizing they have to do something about the theatrics. Some of these players, especially Boston players, do with the flopping. Um, It it was good to see. So the stupid flop actually fooled the coach. When he looks at the tape, that's probably not going to sit too well with him. The NBA's got to put an end to it, and I'd love to see some sort of punitive action taken against the floppers instead of just non-calls. Because it's it's hurting the game. It's making a joke out of well, these fantastic athletes. That's all i got. Thanks.
1: Yeah, the NBA, John, is doing a better job of addressing problems, like getting rid of the take fouls. been great. And they want to crack down on the flopping. That one is always going to be hard unless you can go right to the review. But also, some of them are not hard. Some of them are <laughs> Didn't Marcus Smart, like, get blown away by a bomb the other day? Uh, Hot Take Jake. Good morning,
3: bud. It's your boy, Hot Take Jake here. I'm listening to this morning's podcast, which was the postgame show from that awesome Bucks win against the Brooklyn Nets. And, I mean, I, I got to admit something to you. Yes, let's talk about the Bucks. Let's, you know, it was a all-timer performance by Giannis. What a great game. And then it's like, oh, we're also going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And I'm just like, dude, I can't. I can't anymore. I just, just can't. How many different ways can we say the Packers suck? LaFleur's is in over his head. Aaron Rodgers is a douchebag. The Packers have been cuckolded by Aaron Rodgers. Like, we know this by now over and over and over again. Meanwhile, we've got, like, one of the top ten NBA players of all time just blossoming in the prime of his career, an undefeated team. And it's like, can we just – I'm going to issue you a challenge right here, Bart. Can we just, like, after this post game show when the Packers get rolled by Buffalo, we just – we take an entire week, no Packers talk, no Aaron Rodgers talk. Can you do it, Bart? I believe in you, brother. Thanks, buddy.
1: Um, I know I can't, so I won't promise that I can big weekend. Bucks have the Knicks tonight Hawks on Saturday and then a couple against the Pistons next week. Um, as far as another Bucks post game show, maybe Monday, maybe Wednesday. I, I got to play a lot of, uh, next week's going to be played by ear, but stay tuned. I'll keep you updated. Uh, 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 I I won't let I won't be, I won't let you stray, guys. <laughs> you will know by every move. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was the Packers obviously have Buffalo. I'll be there. Updates to come. And the Badgers. I couldn't for a nine million dollars tell you who the Badgers play this weekend. In fact, my guess is they have a buy. I'm gonna look it up. Badgers have a bye. That's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like I don't know who the Badgers. Oh, they have a bye. They have a bye. I don't like buys in college football. Can't you just schedule like Oshkosh or something and play your third stringers? Give me a game. All right. Thanks as always. Uh, it's been another fun one. You guys rule.
2: Bye.